This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pagel. The Department of Agriculture announced a new strategy to control salmonella contamination in poultry products. Spencer Chase has the latest. Food safety officials are looking to get a discussion going about how to best approach salmonella infections in the United States and are looking at poultry standards as the first step. USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service on Friday released a proposal, but importantly not a proposed rule, to take three steps to address the issue. Sandra Eskin is the Deputy Secretary for Food Safety at USDA. She says the proposal should kick off a new process for the agency. Of course, we anticipate to get a lot of comments, both oral and written. We're waiting for recommendations from our National uh, National Advisory Committee on Microbiological Criteria for Food. We have two risk assessments that we are we are working with, and there's others outside. A risk profile, there's literature. There are lots of things that we need to consider in moving forward. She says the matter needs the attention of regulators. Plot two lines. One line shows that the contamination level, contamination of the samples that we test, that we sample and test, right, products, raw poultry, contamination levels are going down. The other line is the salmonella infections. That line has been stubbornly stuck for the last 20 years. So far, industry reaction has been mostly measured, with only the National Chicken Council expressing frustration about the process, while other groups say they look forward to the discussion. You can read more in our coverage on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase. A Florida Republican says a full assessment of damage from Hurricane Ian should be done before Congress passes a disaster aid package. Congresswoman Kat Kamak spoke on this week's Newsmaker Show. She says in previous disasters, the assistance allocated did not accurately cover the cost of damage. There's so many people that I remember from Hurricane Michael that they were shocked at how low the estimates were for damage. And when we went and dug into it, they hadn't included things like pivots or fencing or, you know, basic things that, you know, our producers are extraordinarily cognizant of the price of, but, you know, for folks in Washington, they weren't thinking about these things. They were just thinking about crop loss. Camac says it could take a while before a complete accounting of the needs will be done. There's fruit on the ground right now if we're talking about our citrus industry, but a lot of the stems uh, were broken and you're going to see that that fruit rot off. And how much uh, were these trees saturated with water? How how viable are they going to be moving forward? We won't know the full extent until, you know, really months down the road. And so a supplemental is in the works. Elizabeth Rumley with the National Agricultural Law Center, Travis Cushman with the American Farm Bureau Federation, and Brian Frizzell with the Constitutional Accountability Center also joined this week's show to discuss the Supreme Court hearing over California's Proposition 12. After watching the hearing, Rumley says there were two things that jumped out at her that will impact how the justices decide to move forward. With the Pike balancing test, I think there was a lot of questions about what level morality should or would be considered in applying this test. And I think that that will be part of their discussions as they're moving forward. And second, I was really surprised and it was interesting to see the amount of discussion from justices on both sides of the ideological spectrum to the entire 
argument. Justices all over the court posed some really difficult questions, some really substantive questions to both sides. To hear more thoughts from Representative Kamak in the panel discussion with Rumley, Cushman, and Frizzell, head to agripulse.com to watch this week's Newsmakers show. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Agripulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join more than 5,000 farmers and ranchers from across the country at Farm Bureau's annual convention, January 6th through the 11th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The convention and trade show are both open to everyone and provide you the opportunity to gain insights about the future of agriculture, sharpen your leadership skills, and expand your business proficiency. Register online at annualconvention.fb.org register. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.